Now, I will be your speaker today. Everybody don't leave, please, not yet. Not yet. Okay. All right. The topic of our message today is about, is faith. And we will explore some principles of faith. We will look at, we will also look into examples of faith from scripture like what is faith, where does faith come from, and how does one get it? And at the end, I'll also give a personal testimony. Then you can leave. Okay. All right. Uh, let us pray. Avino Kino, our Father, King, we thank you. We thank you that your word, without it, Lord, we'd be lost. Let it be a light unto our feet. Let it guide us in our everyday life. We thank you that we not forsake your word, that we hold your word dear in our hearts. We thank you for the Ruach HaKodesh, who's our teacher, our guide, and our comforter. We thank you for your son, Yeshua, who you gave to us, a living sacrifice, a perfect sacrifice. We thank you for being our father. We thank you because you love us so that you gave your precious and only begotten son. Open our ears that we may hear your truth. Open our eyes that we may see you in everything. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. Now, what is faith? Hebrews 11, 1, two, 1 through 3. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, 1 through 3. What is faith? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand that the world's, not world, but the world's, were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. For God spoke it, and it happened. So now we know what faith is. It's the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Some components of faith is hoping, believing, some things that aren't written is not doubting, but believing. God said it, it will happen. If you don't see it, don't doubt it, just because you don't see it. Because this world is temporary. But remember, heaven was here long before earth was. And we haven't seen heaven but yet, our hope, our faith lies in the fact that one day we will go with our Messiah when he comes and take us with him. So, we have faith. Else we would give up and thank you. <laughs> we'll give up on life. So, faith is the stuff of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And you have to ask yourself a question. What is it that I'm hoping for that I haven't seen? Amen. Haven't seen it yet. We all have issues. We all have issues. No matter how good I look up here, I got issues. <laughs> See what I mean? I told you I got issues. Okay. <laughs> Let's look at Ephesians. Ephesians 2 and 8. Ephesians, Ephesians 2, 8. Ephesians 2, 8 says, For by grace are you saved, through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. 
So there's two things here that is the gift of God, and most people only see one, grace. Most of us only see one. It says, for by grace are we saved through faith. That's the other gift. We obtain grace through faith, which is the gift of God. Most people say, and I heard it preached thousand and one times, grace, the gift of God, unmerited favor. You did nothing to obtain it. Well, I beg to differ now. It says, through faith did you obtain grace. It's written right there. Read it. It's in your Bible. Read it. What does it say? We obtain grace through faith. Through faith. We obtain grace. Amen. Now, let's go back to Hebrews 11. And now we're going to start at verse 4. And I like to call this, I like to call this part of Hebrews the Hall of Faith. The Hall of Fame of Faith. Because these are mentioned in the Faith Hall of Fame. It says, for he spoke in a certain place, I'm reading the wrong version of Hebrews, okay. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, and God testifying of his gift. Even though he was dead, his brother killed him, his blood still spoke. His blood still spoke through faith. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God translated him. But for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. He pleased God and God took him. Not in a bad way, but in a good way that he shouldn't see death. And also, another Hall of Famer, by faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by Here we have Noah. It never rained before. Never. Before Noah, it never rained. The Bible says a mist came up from the ground. It never rained before. Never. First time ever. So Noah had to have faith when God said, build the biggest boat you possibly can. I'm going to give you the measurements how to build it. Build it. Noah could have said, there's no water for miles. There's no ocean. You want me to build a large ship? Really? On dry ground? It's going to rain? What is rain? No one knows what rain is. He could have doubted God, but he didn't. He said, okay, 
he went to work. That's how he ended up in the Hall of Fame of Faith. Also, by faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place where he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing where he went. By faith, he journeyed in the land of promise as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city that had a foundation whose builder and maker is God. Through faith, Sarah herself received strength and conceived and was delivered of a child and delivered a child when she was past age. Sarah was 99. Sarah was what? 90, 90, 90 years old. 90 years old. If a 90-year-old woman have a baby now, we all going, that is a miracle. That is a miracle. But she believed. Abraham also believed and went looking for that city. He went looking for that city. He said, whose builder is God? And we know what that city is. It's called heaven, that new Jerusalem. We know what it is. We haven't seen it. We haven't been there, but we have that hope. We have that faith, too. That this is our journey. Just as Abraham had to leave his family, we all left our families too and went on in search of that city, in search of that, 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 that heavenly city. Also, another hall of fame of faith in Sarah too. And that's not all. There's Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph, all were part of the Hall of Fame of Faith. Now we ask the question, where does faith come from? Romans 12, 3. Where does faith come from? Well, Romans 12, 3. For I say, through grace, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Okay, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm in the right one. That's it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. For I say, the through grace is given unto me, to every man to think not, to think man is, think more highly of yourself than you ought to think. But think soberly according to God's Think soberly as God has dealt to you, to every man, the measure of faith. So, according to Romans 3, God has given unto how many? Just half of them. 90% of them. Every? So, where did the atheist come from? What did that mean? When he said he gave to every man the measure of faith. So, how can, you, how can one say to the atheist? You can't say that. They have faith in something. He said he's given to every man the measure of faith. Wow. He's given unto everyone the measure of faith. Okay. I'm going to read this to you. Some inner faith comes from God. 
It is called the measure of faith, and everyone is given this amount as stated in the scripture we just, we just read. Now, how does one get it? We just read it. God gives to every person the measure of faith. We shall continue in Romans, Romans 10, 8 through verse 15. Okay. So how does one obtain faith? God gave it to every man, the measure of faith. Now, when God gives it to us, we got to build upon that faith. Remember the scripture about the un, about the, uh, the one who got the one talent and decided to do nothing with it? He didn't build upon it. He did not build upon it. That's why God took it away from him. So he gave it unto all of us the measure of faith. So what do we do with that faith? We build upon it. We have a sure foundation. So let's build upon it. That foundation is a rock. It's not sinking sand. So let's build upon that faith. We move from faith to faith and from glory to glory. We walk by faith, not by sight. That's why these scriptures were given unto us, to build up our faith, build up our confidence, build up our hope in Messiah, in God. That's what it's there for, to encourage us to continue on. Romans 10, verse 8 through verse 15. But what saith it? The word is near you, even in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you shall confess with your mouth, Yeshua Messiah, and shall believe in your heart that God hath raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. The same Lord of them all. He's rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? For it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Wow. So you see, you gotta got to hear it. Faith come by hearing. That's how you build upon that faith, that, that measure of faith that's been given to you. What if I just hear it one time? Is that good enough? It's not? But I heard it. I heard it. I heard them preach about Messiah. That wasn't good enough? No, it comes by hearing. A continual thing. And hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing, it never stops. Because if it stops, then your faith will stop. He never said, obtain faith and that's it. We move from faith to faith. 
faith to faith. From faith to faith. You look at your children. You look at the little ones. They have faith. They have faith to believe, you know what? This person, this adult is going to take care of me. This adult is going to take care of me. They're going to look out for my best interests. Although I can't see it, it's the same with our father. We have faith that he's looking out for our best interests. Although we can't see it. It's, to us, it's invisible. But to God, he sees it all. Remember, this world was created for us so that we can live in it. God's throne is in heaven. We're here. We can't see outside of this, our realm. But he sees all. We're looking on a one-dimensional platform. God sees all sides at the same time. He sees the invisible and the visible. To us, it's invisible because we're housed in these bodies. But in the spirit world, it's totally different. For angels move about us all the time. We have no idea. That's why when we encounter a force that we're not, don't, doesn't rec- that we don't recognize, it's our spirit in us. That part of God in us saying something's wrong. Something is wrong. And when you build upon that faith, that gives you courage to say, I can do all things through Messiah which strengthens me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Great is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Build upon that faith. These are the scriptures you have to use to build up your faith, to, make, to build up your courage, to continue on in faith and not doubt God. By hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, even if you have to read it yourself, read it yourself, that's the best way to do it. Read it yourself and let God interpret to you. Also, you notice I deliberately skipped verse 6 of Hebrews. And there's a reason why. Yeah, of Hebrews 11. I skipped verse 6. And, okay, we'll go to verse 6. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. Say not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Messiah down from above, or who shall descend into the deep, that is to bring Messiah up from the dead. But we can't say who's going to go where. We don't know. We only have faith to believe that we can make it. And because of that, we encourage others. And the Bible also says in verse 16, do not forsake the assembling of yourself together. It says, who have believed our report? And here we go. Verse 17 of Romans 10. Then faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We got to continue to hear the word of God. 
And if we go to Hebrews 11 and 6, the verse I was trying to go to, and if by grace, then it is not no more works. Otherwise, grace is, let me read that over. And if by grace, then it is no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if, but if it be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. James put it best this way. In James verse, chapter 2, verse 14. James chapter 2, verse 14. Because I know some said, well, I'm working my way to heaven. I'm working my way. I'm working my way. I'm working my way. Mm, well, it's this way. What does it profit you if a man saith he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food and and you say to them, depart in peace and be warmed and filled, notwithstanding, you give them what they need for their body and for their stomach. Even faith, if it hath not works, is dead being alone. So you say, what? Yes, a man may say, I have faith, and you, may, you have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. See, I'm not working my way into heaven. I have faith, and because I have faith, I'm doing these things. Not because I'm trying to work my way to heaven. It's because I have faith. Faith without works is dead being alone. And if you have works and don't have faith, you just have works. They go together. Faith without works is dead. You say, oh, I got faith. I got faith. You never pick up the Bible. You never attend a service. You never do anything for anyone. That's not faith. That's called selfishness. Faith is when you go that extra mile. A good example. Messiah gave it. Yeshua. The Good Samaritan. We're all familiar with that one. The Good Samaritan. Says a priest walked by. There's a man that was robbed and beat up and bruised. Laying inside the road unconscious. And the Kohanim, the priest, says, It's Sabbath. I cannot be even close to this man. I can't go check on him. I got to walk around and keep going. And here's this Samaritan. Finds this man inside the road all beat up and robbed. He picks him up, takes him to the inn, tells the, tells the innkeeper, take care of this person and I'll pay you now. And on my way back, if there's anything else I owe, just let me know and I'll give it to you. And she will ask, who acted in faith? Was it the priest? Or was it the Samaritan? The Samaritan. Because he showed his faith by what he did. 
He showed him faith by what he did. Faith without works is dead being alone. I know people ask you. I put it to you this way. In my early years of coming to Messiah in the early 90s, I used to sit in my, I moved away from home, I was in my apartment, and I used to study every day. I had Bibles, study Bibles, I took notes, I read every day. My friends would call me up, hey, let's go out. Nope. What are you doing? I'm studying. Were you in school or something? No, I'm reading the Bible, I'm studying the Bible. You're going to go crazy. I mean, I'm serious, I heard this. You're going to go crazy. Why are you doing that for? Because this is, what, this is what I do. This is who I am. Amen. Because I understood then I needed more than what I thought I had. Most of us think we have what it takes to make it. I found out I did not have that. I needed more. I needed to hear that more. I needed to read the word. I needed to study the word. I need to know for myself. I grew up in a, in a home of a pastor. My grandfather was a pap- Baptist preacher. I went to church every Sunday. But ask me, did I know God? I'll tell you, yes. I knew of God. But then it came a time when I needed to know him. Like Daniel, like Shadrach, like Bendigo. When these guys were in the fiery furnace, when Daniel was in the lion's den, they knew God. They knew God. Daniel went in the lion's den with confidence, with that kind of faith, knowing that God would deliver him. And even if God didn't, still, he gave God glory. The same thing with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they went in that fiery furnace, they told the king, King, we're not careful how we answer you. We tell you this. God will deliver us. And if he doesn't, we still are not going to give up our belief in him. We're still not going to turn back on faith, on God. We're still going to believe in God. We're still going to believe in God. And they went into the fiery furnace. They went alone. As you see, there was a fourth person in there with them. They were standing having a conversation. And in the fiery furnace, when the men who threw them in died because they were so hot. They walked by faith, not by sight. They walked by faith and not by sight. So no matter what happens, just believe. Just have faith. Now, a personal testimony. As some of you know, we, uh, my wife and I, have a home group in Prince George's County. It started with one of the elders at the time, David Katz. And David lived in Greenbelt. And David's desire was to have a home group in Prince George's County, because there was none. So we were new to Son of David at the time, and David approached me and asked, would you be willing to host a Bible study in your home? I said, "Uh, a Bible study? He said, yes. We said, well, 
you talk to Christine. Y'all pray about it and let me know. So I told my lovely wife about what David asked. And she said, how many times we have to host it? <laughs> I said, once a month, uh, twice a month. And she said, twice a month, twice a month. Okay. So I told David, David, yes. I don't know anything about it. You have to, he said, don't worry. I will teach you everything you need to know. He said, the whole purpose is I want you to be the leader because I'm going to be leaving soon. He was going to go away to uh, Hebrew College in Denver, in Colorado. And so he set the whole Bible study up. Taught me what little Yiddish I know about the Kiddush Cup. And so it started. It was, how many of us were there, Vicky, when we first started? About six? Yeah, it was about six of us when we first started. And it started to grow. The Williamsons were added. They came in. Others came in. And some left, moved out of state, moved away. But we continued. We continued. And it got to the point to the present, like last year, where we were filled to capacity. And our kitchen was very small, very small. We couldn't even walk around the other side of the table small, very small. And I knew there were other people who were moving in and desired to come to our Bible study. So I prayed, but little did my wife know, even before we left Atlanta, I was praying for a home group. In Atlanta, they were called cell, cell groups. So I was praying that we have a Bible study in our home. I prayed for this. It took about almost, <laughs> almost six years before it actually happened, but it did. But our home group was growing, and we needed more room. So to relate it to today's message, I just believe God. I said, God, is this a view? Then it shouldn't be a problem. Because if you ask us to do this, then I know you're going to supply everything we need. And we applied for, we had to find a contractor. We had to find an architect, which I know nothing about. I didn't know anything about a contractor, who? I didn't know anything, an architect, I didn't know who. So I'm like, God, I don't know where to start. Go to Home Advisor. I went on Home Advisor, put in architect, they called me three or four times. Are you ready to build your project? You need a contractor? No, I'm at ground zero. I need an architect. An architect? Okay. They called me a couple of days later. Are you ready to begin now? No, I need an architect. Do you have, oh no, we don't have architects. 
then finally they sent me, they called me on the fourth time. We have an architect. We, we send you an email. Two architects. I said, okay, finally. I called them both, had them come over at different times, interviewed both. Like what one was saying, the man was all up in the attic, all in the basement, calling in crawl spaces. I'm like, what are you looking for? He said, I'm trying to see how they tie all your joists and everything in. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow, this guy seems to know what he's talking about. So we hired him. He said, do you have contract? Do you have a contractor? No. Do you mind if I recommend any contractors? I said, he said, I said, you know what? If they're going to work with you, that's fine. Because I don't want any, any problems. If you know somebody, they can work together, that's cool. So he did. We interviewed, he had three. We interviewed all three of them. We chose one. And this is how God works. Our architect is a believer. Our contractor is also a believer. So I'm going like, wow. We applied for the permit. Three months later, we finally got approved. Three months. Three months. Just for a permit, a building permit. Three months. <laughs> and, and I told my wife, I told Christine, I said, you know, if this is the worst part, we don't have a problem. And that was the worst part. When the building started, it didn't stop. Three months later, my kitchen was open and ready, for, ready, ready to be served. And I say that to say this. Son of David is also in the midst of a building project. We had a congregational meeting a month ago. And it sounded like me out here in doubt, 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 doubt. And I said, mm-mm, that's not me. Faith. Faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Don't doubt. Believe God. If it's God, he will supply all of our need according to his riches in glory. Not according to what's in my pocket, not according to what's in your pocket, but according to what's in heaven. His riches in glory. His riches, not our riches. His. Remember, he has a storehouse that can fill this whole earth and then some. He said, if our ways please him, we can ask whatsoever we want, and he will give it to us. Faith. There's other things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. We walk by faith, not by sight. We walk by faith, not by sight. Everyone say that. We walk by faith, not by sight. Shabbat shalom. And we know here at the Son of David, no one stands alone. So let's all jam, join hands. May the Lord, may the Lord bless and keep you. May his grace and his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace, and give you peace. Yivaraka 
Express with bread and water. Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Berei Prihagafen Amen. Blessed are you all, our God, King of the Universe, who created the fruit of the vine. Baruch Adonai Eloheinu Melech Haolam Hatmetzi Hakem Min Haaretz. Amen. Blessed are you all our God, King of the universe, which brought forth bread from the earth. And blessed are you all our God, King of the universe, who brought forth the true bread of life, Yeshua our Messiah. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>